The following is a Network Newswire audio production. As a multifaceted financial news and publishing company, Network Newswire uses its network of more than 5,000 key distribution outlets, as well as other corporate communication tools, to introduce private and public companies to a wide audience of investors, consumers, journalists, and the general public. Our reputation for highly efficient communication strategies is based on the experience and relationships our team has in the space. It is Network Newswire's unwavering commitment to connect the investment community with companies that have great potential and a strong dedication to building shareholder value. The following interview features a client of Network Newswire. Network Newswire may have been compensated for the production of this interview. Please be sure to read our entire disclaimer for full disclosure. Thank you, and here today as your host is Stuart Smith. Welcome one, welcome all to this online business briefing where we shine a spotlight on some of the freshest and smartest new companies within their markets. And today we're speaking with Tiwanot Life Sciences Corporation and specifically their president and chief executive officer, Jeff Carenter. Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Stuart. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. You've got a wonderful website and right at the very top, a global leader in cannabinoid biosynthesis. At this point in 2018, a lot of people know what a cannabinoid is, uh, but they may not know what cannabinoid biosynthesis is. So let's talk about the main business for t Technologies, which is your subsidiary, and of course, t Life Sciences Corporation. Go ahead. Sure. So t Life Sciences is a parent company that actually has two wholly owned subsidiaries, t Technologies, which is located in Dublin, Ireland, and Tiwanot Laboratories, uh, which is in Canada, actually in two different cities, two different provinces, where we have laboratories. All of our intellectual property is housed out of the Tiwanot Technologies Company in Dublin. So that's where our patents are held. That is where we uh, file all of our IP globally from. But all of our internal R&D is performed in our laboratories up through Tiwanot Laboratories in Canada. So biosynthesis of cannabinoids, and cannabinoids, just for those that aren't aware, are the active chemical ingredients that are made by the cannabis plant, only very few of which are psychotropic. But there are, depending on who you ask, uh, between 80 and more than 100 individual cannabinoids. Now, most folks are familiar with the two most predominant cannabinoids, which are THC and CBD. And our technology brings to the market, really for the first time, a biological method of production for a majority, or many anyway, of the other cannabinoids that are naturally produced by the plant. However, when the plant produces these, these other molecules, they're produced in very, very small quantities and the term I like to use is as commercially infeasible quantities. So biosynthesis or synthetic biology, and these are two sides of a very similar coin, are, uh, is the process by which we have taken biosynthetic genetics from the cannabis plant and inserted it into microorganisms. So the microorganisms wind up producing something called an enzyme. And an enzyme is used in the plant and used in our process, it's the same enzyme, to convert a starting material into one of the many cannabinoids that the plant produces naturally. 
So the enzymes that we produce are produced in the microorganism through fermentation. And then those enzymes are combined, as I said, with the starting material, which is a cannabinoid in its own right, in order to get the downstream cannabinoids that are usable in the marketplace today. Well, Jeff, you are the president and CEO of the company. Let's learn a little bit more about you and your background. And listeners, before we do that, I want to direct you to the company's website, tlscorp.com, where you can find out about the entire management team. But Jeff, let's learn about you and your background first. Sure. Uh, So I have a fairly eclectic background. Uh, I started after graduating college. I was in the military for uh, quite a while, actually, until an injury actually had me sidelined and taken out. Uh, I was a helicopter pilot and a counterintelligence officer, so I had (laughs) a fun military career. Uh, When I got out, I wasn't ready to stop service, even though I was a little bit broken at the time. So I went into government contracting and support, and due to my training in the intelligence world, I went into uh, computer security, satellite security, and I started uh, working my way up through business ranks as I had through the military ranks. Ended my career as a government contractor, went into private business, uh, did some family office management, and found Tiwanot, which was called by a different name at the time, but met with the founder, one of the original founders of the company, and the group with which he started the company. We all hit it off very well, and uh, one thing led to another, and I was asked to join and head up this, uh, this effort as we moved from concept into to a marketable company. So that's, the, that's what brought me here. It's a long and winding road, but a very exciting one nonetheless. Absolutely. And it's an exciting management team that I highly encourage you to jump deeper into. Their profiles are up on the website. Once again, tlscorp.com. But we've got a lot to cover in this interview. So let's look back at 2017. It built a foundation for this year. I want to jump into the recent news later in the interview. But as you look back on 2017, what would you say were some of the major milestones, Jeff? Right. So 2017 was really a turning point, an inflection point, if, if you will. Our technology had been proven at the benchtop scale. Uh, we had repeatedly demonstrated our ability to create these highly pure, uh, greater than 99.3% pure molecules uh, with a pharmaceutical-type manufacturing process and the ability to produce a number of cannabinoids that really are unobtainable in useful quantities from the plant. But 2017 really turned the table for us uh, in a very positive way where we discovered the robustness of our system and the ability to create not only the standard cannabinoid families that many people will have heard of, but also we can manufacture the Varin family of cannabinoids at scale as well. Cannabinoids as they exist in nature, which are the same exact, so let me take a sidestep here. The cannabinoids that we produce using our process are the exact same cannabinoids that the plant produces in nature. So we use the the exact same biological process that the plant uses, we just do it in a controlled environment. So the cannabinoids that the plant makes have, uh, for lack of better description, a small tail that hangs off of the central ring of the molecule. And that tail, for a standard cannabinoid, will have five carbon molecules. 
But there are other cannabinoids that are, have interesting but different efficacies that only have three carbon molecules hanging off that ring, and those are called the Varin series. So some of your listeners may have heard of THCV as an example, so tetrahydrocannabivarin, which is the exact same THC molecule, the delta-9 THC molecule, but with three-carbon tail versus a five-carbon tail. So we have the ability, uh, what we discovered this year, was the ability to manufacture not only the big four, as I described them, which are CBGA, THCA, CBCA, and CBDA, which is the acidic version of each cannabinoid. It's a very simple process to decarboxylate or take the acid group off of that central molecule to create CBG, THC, CBC, and CBD. But we were also able to create all of those same molecules in their varin form. So CBGVA, THCVA, CBCVA, and CBDVA. I'm sorry, sorry, it's starting to sound like a like a uh, nursery book. uh, (laughs) Absolutely. That's okay. Go ahead. (laughs) So we're able to manufacture all of these molecules now at kilogram quantities. This is something that the plant just does not have the ability to do unless it's bred specifically to overexpress certain molecules. But even plants that are bred to overexpress certain molecules, they still don't have the volumetric efficiency in production that our process has. So not only do we have this ability to bring to market and are bringing to market this wide variety of cannabinoid molecules, and again, the vast majority of which are not psychotropic. So there are efficacious benefits uh, from a medical perspective without having the, uh, I'll use the term, side effect of uh, dysphoria or getting high. So the ability to create this wide variety of molecules now gives us a unique position in the marketplace to bring therapies and products to market that really can't be obtained using any other method. One other interesting component, or two other interesting components, I should say, to our process is the time factor. So depending on which molecule we want to make or which molecules we wish to make. The process takes as little as two days or as long as seven days, but it's still a dramatic time savings over obviously growing plants. Uh, So that's a significant de-risking opportunity for our process. And the other is cost. So we are constantly working to drive down our costs, but we're in a place right now where we believe we're highly competitive with organically grown or naturally grown plants that are then extracted and certainly more price competitive than chemically synthesized cannabinoids. But we have advantages over each. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for that in-depth overview into what you're doing there at Tiwanot. And listeners, I do want to point out that the company's got some great news on their website. And this is important news. Just out January 22nd, 2018, Tiwanot Life Sciences Corporation subsidiary Tiwanot Technologies Limited 
announced today grant of a new patent with broad claims to biosynthetic production of cannabinoid pharmaceuticals. Now, this furthers the mission of the company to address unmet medical needs across the globe. Jeff, I'm going to dub that, dovetail that into the question about the goals for the company in 2018, because really, that's a huge goal, meeting the unmet medical needs across the globe. And this patent is big news for your company. So let's talk about both. Sure. So we're very proud to have received what is now our sixth patent in this particular category. So we actually have nine patents uh, in total, with another one we'll be announcing very shortly. <laughs> so uh, keep, a, keep an eye out for, for that. But this latest patent uh, simply allows us to expand and deepen our claims in the synthetic biology and biocatalysis space. As far as we know, we're the only company that's out there that has these patents uh, that is a commercial entity looking at, uh, at developing these molecules. And so we're very proud of our patent portfolio, and we believe that this will be a significant discriminator in the marketplace as we go forward and continue to grow. Excellent. Now, as you look at 2018, Jeff, uh, as we wrap up this interview, what are some of the goals for the company? Uh, as, as we just pointed out, obviously, you want to meet those medical needs across the globe, making you an international player. Uh, anything here domestically or abroad, or abroad that you see? I mean, I see investments by your company into other companies. Uh, what's going what, what can we expect from you in 2018? Right. 2018 is going to be a very exciting year for Tiwanat. We are actively moving to develop against certain specific indications on the pharmaceutical side of the business. And we have some very interesting opportunities with major research institutions uh, around the world because of the uniqueness of our technology and molecule. We are developing partnerships and licensing opportunities with uh, several companies that, that, until we complete the deal, I'd rather keep them um, close at hand. But once they're announced, they'll be very easily recognizable to anyone that follows this space in any regard. Uh, Our ability to manufacture uh, so consistently and at such a low cost with such high-quality molecules makes us an attractive target for a variety of different partners. Uh, This year, we're going to, as I said, expand into uh, indication development, working with uh, research collaborators, and also working with uh, partners specifically in the Canadian space to bring a variety of new products to market. Uh, We're very excited about uh, these different opportunities and are always looking for new partnerships and new opportunities to expand into. So one thing, I, a little shameless plug here is if any of your listeners are interested in developing a relationship with TWNOT, we actively welcome uh, an inquiry, uh, and that can be done through the website or just contact at tlscorp.com, and uh, we'll get the right folks uh, back in touch. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate learning more about you and your company. Listeners, again, I encourage you to visit that website, tlscorp.com. Learn about the entire team at Tiwanot Life Sciences. Jeff, we expect great things from you and your company here in 2018 and well beyond. Thanks for your time today. Great. Thanks so much for your time, Stuart. All right. For Jeff Carenter, President and CEO of Tiwanot Life Sciences Corporation, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. 
This audio interview is an original broadcast provided by Network Newswire, a multifaceted financial news and publishing company delivering a new generation of corporate communication solutions, including news aggregation and syndication, social communication, and enhanced news release services. Network Newswire may receive payments for corporate communications relations, as well as various press releases and social media solutions provided to its clients. You should assume that officers and directors of Network Newswire or financial analysts mentioned hold a position in and may intend to trade these securities for their own accounts. This interview is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, investment in the featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This audio interview by Network Newswire does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used in statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources, but not verified nor guaranteed by Network Newswire as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. Please see our full disclaimers and disclosures at networknewswire.com. 